verse 3. And it simply reads, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. The word of God is already blessed. Amen.
Lord, just excuse me. I'm going to get my hand while I can get my hand. Oh, yes, he did. And I'm trusting God that he will take us farther to go on and see what the end will be. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Welcome once again to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. We are so excited that you are with us today. We are excited that you are worshiping with us right now online. For those of you who are on YouTube channel or Facebook Live, those of you who are listening in on TCLO Radio, thank you, welcome, welcome, welcome once again. I know that there are a couple of visitors in the room today with us who have come to worship in person with us with their mask. We are excited about your presence. You can just wave your hand so we can acknowledge you. This is a virtual hug, a virtual hug to you. We know we're still in COVID protocol, but we want to give you at least a virtual hug to say that a seat of welcome always awaits you here at Ebenezer. Yeah. Hallelujah. I see a couple of old dear friends. Brother Jeff Clark and Russell Smith in the building. I do brothers I worked with on the men's ministry at a place I used to serve. Good to see you two brothers. Every time I get a chance to see them, they're here a little grayer than mine. Praise the Lord. I don't feel I don't feel so bad. And then one of them ain't got no hair. So I'm all right. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Good to see you, brothers. And welcome to all of you who are here today. I want to say, first of all, thank you. Thank you to everybody that helped all the volunteers for assisting with the COVID-19 vaccination that were given here at Ebenezer last Sunday. A job well done. The next opportunity for the vaccine will be Sunday, November 21st, again, from 1 to 3. And uh, Dr. Pam is going to be following up again. I understand that the they're going to be opening up a portal again for, for, uh, to make reservations or appointments, I'm sorry, appointments for that. Uh, and we also know that now children are uh, allowed to take the shot with Pfizer. Pfizer has been approved for children, and we are glad that we had all the shots available, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, and Moderna. We had the boosters. We had everything here last Sunday, and we're looking forward uh, to the 21st. Also, I want to make mention that the outreach ministry is now accepting toy donations for our toy drive for Christmas. And I just believe that if, if, if Target can have their Christmas trees up and uh, a Home Depot can decorate the place for Christmas, if they're trying to get us excited, we too can plan early and get ready to bless communities as well. We're asking our members to donate, to go out and purchase toys, uh, and we have our toy boxes back here in the Smith Chapel. Go ahead and get it early, because we understand that there is a supply chain backlog all over the world, and so there's going to be a lot of shortages, so you want to get take advantage of that early. Let's be a blessing to someone else. Also, you can designate funds in your giving as well if you want to. You don't want to go shopping, but just want to say, I'll feed some money, y'all take some money, and go buy some toys. They can do that too. Also, they are still accepting monetary donations for Thanksgiving baskets uh, for this coming Thanksgiving. Uh, please, if you have not already done so, please give to that effort as well. And then finally, I want to say, um, 
We had what I felt like was an incredible, anointed music workshop this past weekend. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you to uh, Dr. King, to Sister uh, Latanya King, and all those who worked to put on what I thought was a top-flight, classy uh, uh, workshop. I believe that uh, Brother Lavender certainly came uh, from his experience and his anointing, and I think that what he shared is going to benefit the house. I'm reminded of that word in in, 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 in the Bible, and and you Bible readers can probably quote it right now, because my mind is on other things, but there's 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 a word in the Bible that says, don't just be hearers of the word. Oh, I can't get no help here. But the doers of the word, and I believe that but that Brother Lavender spoke the word on this weekend. But it's not enough for us just to hear it. Oh, y'all not with me yet. I see it's not enough just to hear it, but we have to be doers of it. So thank you. Thank you uh, for those, uh, for, for Dr. Dana uh, and for his work uh, to bring that. And we're going to be bringing other things as well. We always said that we wanted uh, Brother Lavender to be back uh, down the road uh, to bless us as well. Uh, we are super excited and we are praying uh, what God is going to be doing in the life of ministry uh, in 2022. Also want to make mention that the Thanksgiving Day service it will be held here November 25th at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Mo- uh, Morning Star Missionary Baptist Church, one of our sister churches, and Monumental Baptist Church of Chicago will be here at Ebenezer. Amen. Joining with us here. And the good news is I talked to all three pastors. We had a wonderful calling uh, a Zoom call, a, a calling conference call, one with the other, and we agreed uh, of how and what we're going to do for this Thanksgiving service. We know that it's been on hiatus for a couple of years due to COVID, and while we are still not out of COVID, uh, they are in agreement with what we would like to do as it relates to continue to protect our various congregations. Amen? Amen. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Amen? Amen. So it's not going to be exactly the way it's been done before, but it's going it's an opportunity for us to gather to give God thanks, to give God thanks, to give God thanks for his manifold blessing. So we are excited, uh, and Pastor Barlow and Pastor Lee, Cleopas Lee, uh, we are all on the same page, and uh, Pastor Lee will be preaching. I know Pastor uh, Barlow will be bringing a, 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 a or a B selection, uh, and so we're excited. We're excited. Ebenezer is the host church. Amen. Ebenezer is the host church. So we're going to host. We are going to host, and we're going to welcome our guests into our facility. Let's continue with worship this morning uh, as we focus on God, as we focus on God. Amen.
what you're going through. You're gonna make it. God's gonna see you through. Hold your head up. Put a smile on your face. It's gonna be alright. The trouble 
church it is offering time please remember please remember we want to get ahead we want to get ahead want to get ahead we already want to start planning we've already in the planning process for 2022 so we want to get ahead so those of you who recognize what that's about the get ahead offering get that ready as well it's also the first Sunday of the month so we recognize I know it's about to be holiday season and look, I, I, I heard I heard the pastor say something earlier. I'm gonna move this fan because I'm not hot at all. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, like <laughs> blowing right here. Uh, amen. Uh, I understand that there is a, a shortage of merchandise. Watch this. Watch this. I'm gonna teach real quick. That shortage might be helping some of y'all. See, that's gonna. 
Thank you. Thank you. That 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 not being able to get to might be helping some of y'all. Yeah. Because you can't go spend it. You know what I'm saying? You know that, that that's money you might not have to be worried about. And and before you know it, the time will be passed and you still got that twenty five, thirty five hundred still sitting in the bank. And you go, you know what? I didn't need to spend it no way. I'm trying to help some of y'all. Now, for you parents, and, and you know y'all still looking for some stuff that's out on the ship, as an educator, let me help you. Check the grades first. Check the grade. I know my students don't want to hear this, but check the grades first. You can't get a PS5 bringing home ones and twos. You just can't, you know. Yeah. PS5 don't equal uh, D and F. Okay, let me... You won't do Jordans, but you won't bring me an A or a B. Okay, all right, yeah. Okay, all right. If I had time, I would share a story with y'all about a, a certain young man who got a pair of pro wings one year on purpose. When you're disobedient, you don't get rewarded. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, for those of you at home, it is offering time. Once again, it's offering time, offering time. I saw somebody excited. Thank you. It's offering time. It's offering time. Uh, if you are in the sanctuary or you are home right now, there are several ways you can give. The number you can text to give is 312-779-0146. Again, that number to text to give is 312. It's on your screen. 312-779-0146. If you want to give via Zelle, if you want to give via Zelle, you can do that as well, 773-960-9028, that is the Zelle number. If you want to, uh, if you're watching online, you can also give, hit the Give Now button on EbenezerBronzeville.org. Hit the Give Now button there. And you can also just do it the old-fashioned way, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 606. Five, three. I like the fact that I see a hand wave every now and then. Amen. Amen. This, this, come on now. Look, this is not a spectator sport. Amen. Amen. Let us pray for our offering right now. Father God, we just first want to say thank you. Lord God, we just thank you, God, that in spite of our circumstances and our trials and our tribulations, God, you have still been good. Now, God, we ask that you would bless these gifts as we prepare to give them, God. Bless the givers as they prepare to give them, God. Bless the receivers, God, and give them the wisdom and the know-how so they can continue to do the work of your kingdom in this place and beyond. We pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Thank um, Minister King for leading us in our giving. As he had said, we're trying to get ahead. God has blessed us. We said we're trusting God for our blessing. God got our name, our blessing, but our name on it. And I would, I would argue that God is already blessing Ebenezer. And God is saying, okay, Ebenezer, now you need to do your part. You need to do your part. And for those of us know what that is, many of us know what that is. We have, uh, we want to um, move now to our altar call. We have many people on our list. And while we don't physically come towards the altar, we come close virtually, spiritually, as we make our humble confessions and petitions unto the Lord. How many in this room really believe that there's power in prayer? I believe that too. And many of us gathered this morning at eight the eight thirty hour, many of us gathered at eight thirty hour to do just that, to saturate this sanctuary with prayers and uh, uh, to make our petitions unto God. We, we saturated this sanctuary with prayer because we believe as a faith community that there's power in prayer. I know that it often seems that uh, we are against overwhelming odds when we think about what's happening in our society. And sometimes we may doubt that we really do have power. But I declare today that there is power, power, wonder-working power in prayer. We want to continue to pray for Belinda Guyton and her family, Sister Naomi, want to pray for them, continue to pray for them. Pastor Ricky Guyton was a great man of God, impacted a lot of people's lives, was a person that Ebenezer could count on. And we celebrate his memory, and we celebrate his ministry. We want to continue to pray for Sister Davis, family, Claudia Davis, as we prepare to celebrate her life on Tuesday. We're thanking God today that our beloved member Juanita Cooper is home from the hospital. Had an opportunity to talk with her, and her faith is as strong as ever. And though she still has challenges. She is still declaring the goodness of God. I said she's still declaring. Continue to pray for Sister Marguerite Jones, the mother of Reginald Jones. Continue to pray her strength in the Lord. And Linda Hill, the daughter of Deacon James Smith, who's here today, I got a chance to have a word with him. And he said, Linda is is being challenged, and so we want to lift her in prayer. We want to lift her in prayer. 
And I know that when your child is being challenged in health, it's, it's hard. But God is still able. I said God is still able. Praying for Doris Robinson, the cousin of Beverly Stinson, who's in Vegas. Latima Nathan, the niece of many pegs. Deacon Chester Coleman, continuing to lift uh, Elise and Willie Grant. Lindsay Mayfield, we continue to pray mightily for her. Praying for Alfred Moore, the father of Vicki Moore, Marnita Easter. Continue to pray for Brother Beloved, Kenneth Sexton, and Sister Minnie Peggs, I'm praying for Al and Mary Burton, Mary Sumter, Shirley Anderson, continue to pray for her. Grace Lee, we're lifting her in prayer. Reverend Mary Grant and Sarah Billups and Mary Alexander. Praying for Gigi Simmons, the daughter-in-law of Vivian Peake, Rosa Conway and Grace Kimbrough, the niece of Freddie Boyd. Our First Lady, Dr. Pam, is requesting prayer. She's preparing for a procedure on tomorrow. We're praying that everything will go well. We're praying for the brother-in-law of Rachel Ingram Sims, Kevin Sims, who is somewhere between. Not in a coma, but not conscious. Eyes wide open, but not being able to connect. We're lifting him up. Rachel said something in prayer this morning. She said, we're thanking God, though, that there is at least a path. Some of y'all get that on the way home, that there's a path. Now, the journey may be long, and it may be arduous, but thank God that he is allowing him to roll on a little while longer. And we're praying, we're praying for the victory. Hmm. God and Father, we need you to survive. God, we need you to survive. God, we need you every hour, every minute of this other day. God, there's so many people that stand in the need of prayer. I'm remembering one of our members gave me the name of Sister Washington, who's not a member of this church, but was one, has a child that was one of the four that was shot. I'm lifting up Sister Washington. Never met her. Never spoken with her. We only were able to exchange texts, but we're praying for the recovery of her child. God, we're asking you to have mercy upon us, oh God, those who are sick among us. Those, oh God, who are heavy laden and the burdens of life seems to be overwhelming, God. We are asking in the name of Jesus, oh, not the pastor's name, not the deacon's name, but in the name of Jesus, 
that you would see about each and every one of us and each and every one of the, the names that we have called today, oh God, because we recognize, oh God, we we have an understanding that there is power in prayer and that, that power would give us the strength to, to go on and keep on, to keep going until and see what the end will be. God, we recognize that it's hard. We recognize that it's difficult. We recognize, oh God, that some days we don't have an answer. But God, we are saying hallelujah. We can call on your name. We can call on your name, God. You will hear a humble cry. God, we lift up our church, our beloved church, oh God. God, we lift up Ebenezer, God. We lift up Ebenezer, God. You still got us here for a reason. You still got us here, oh God, for a purpose, oh God. God, we travel by churches, oh God, whose doors are closed, who are not open, oh God, but you've allowed us to roll on, oh God. And God, we recognize that we are not perfect, but God, we are grateful, oh God, that we can at least claim that we are faithful. Faithful to you, oh God. And so, God, whatever we lack as a faith community, open our hearts, oh God, so that we can receive that which we stand in need of. God, if we need more love, give us more love, God. If we need more strength, give us more strength. If there's a need for unity, God, unify us, oh God, so we can live out our purpose so that we can live out our calling, so we can live out our witness, oh God. We love you on today, God. We love you today, God. We love you today, God. God, we ain't here to play. We're not here for for fortune or just to come, oh God. We are here, oh God, because we need you, oh God. You created us to worship you. You created us to praise your name. And God, we declare today that you are worthy. Oh yes, you are worthy to be praised. Because you've been better to us than we have been to ourselves. You are worthy. Because you are God all by yourself. So God, we're going to trust you. We're going to trust you to see us through. We're going to trust you because you have said in your word that you will never leave us, never forsake us, never, God, leave us, never, Lord, forsake us. Keep us close, oh God, as we lean forward to hear your voice, as we open our eyes wide to follow your path, as we unstop our ears to hear your word. God, we'll be ever so careful to give you the praise, to give you the honor, and to give you the glory. Through Jesus Christ, we pray. We lift this prayer upon the wings of the afternoon and place it before thy feet.
to the all-wise God we pray, and for his sake we do pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. Hallelujah. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. I've ever, ever done In his arms I feel protected In his arms Everything connected in his arms, I feel protected. No place I'd rather, rather be. And there's no place I'd rather, rather be. Place I'd rather, rather be. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah in this place. Let me get to the word. We're excited today because we this is first Sunday, it's communion Sunday. But we're also excited that we get to take someone to the water and to be baptized. Amen. So we're going to preach this word, and we will continue in worship. I want to read it to you here once more again, and this is, this is something that I was led to because uh, it shook many people and shook me to hear the news of Pastor Ricky Guyton's passing. And I thought about that. I'm like, Lord, God, this is incredible man of God. And I, I had a chance to talk to Belinda, and she said, Reverend, uh, his work on earth was done. And I get that. I get that. But it, but, but it doesn't take away the hole that's left in one's heart. And, and I know, I know his work was done. But when your contemporaries get called home, 
that shakes us to the core. Maybe I'm talking to myself. Is there any witnesses in the room today? Do you know anybody that you started out with that ain't here no more? And, and you you asking God, God, you whoop. I'm left. And then it came to me. Isaiah 26 and 3, thou will keep him in perfect peace. Get this. Whose mind is stayed on thee. And this is the powerful part. Because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. So I just want to speak for a few minutes. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. Pray with me, if you will. Safety. Safety is one of the utmost concerns to every single one of us in this room. I mean, when you think about it, we, we lock up our cars. We got alarms on our cars. We got the boot. We got the, 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 the stick thingy that we use to lock up our cars. We, we lock up our homes with elaborate security systems. We, we hide our jewelry in places we think nobody will look. Think about it. For those of you who are still working there, still uh, who have not necessarily retired, we password protect our computers, and Lord knows we put every form of protection on our cell phones we can. Oh, I'm the only one, huh? To keep prowlers away from our homes, we, we put security lights outside and, and, and elaborate systems on the inside. We spend money, some of us did, on, 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 on the martial arts, on karate lessons, and, and we take courses in self-protection. We, we register for conceal and carry courses. Oh, I'm, I'm the only one? Oh, okay, okay. And we hope, we hope, Brother Cooper Gaines, hope that all those steps we take will somehow provide a level of protection against danger and loss. Because the truth of the matter is, we all want to live in a safe place. We want to live in a safe place. We want to go to safe places. We want to be around safe people. Actually, despite the nuclear mishap that happened, the read in some research that the safest place to live in the world is Tokyo, Japan. I thought about that. I'm like, wow, I'd love to go live in the safest place in the world, but they ain't got no soul food. 
But if you want safety, research shows that it's Tokyo, Japan. And, and surprisingly, one of, of one of the five American cities that made the, the top 20 list of safest cities in the world. It was not Kennebunkport, Maine. That's Bush country. Not West Palm Beach, Florida. That's that other guy. Not Boise, Idaho, and not San Jose, California. Believe it or not, it's Chicago. No, I didn't misread, and I did have my glasses on. But with all we hear about gun violence in Chicago, especially in our communities, I can understand why you're skeptical about Chicago being on the worldwide list of safe cities. With all the negative coverage in the media, Chicago is probably one of the last places we would think is safe. But get this, safety is measured in many ways. And Chicago has one of the safest infrastructure security ratings in our nation, along with New York, San Francisco, L.A., D.C. This rating considers the safety of roads and bridges. It considers the safety of communications and database security and the water and electrical grid security against sabotage, terrorism, and contamination. Chicago ranks as one of the top. When the last time you heard a bridge going out in Chicago? When the last time you heard all of our water was contaminated? We swear on Chicago water. Amen? And while we do need to find a way to take Chicago's illegal guns off the streets to protect the innocent, especially our children. Safety comes in many forms because danger comes in many forms. For example, we want safety, so we, so we move to what we think is a safer neighborhood only to find out that the city government is inept and the water is contaminated or the sewers are in need of repair. Or maybe you find out, like a friend of mine many years ago who sold his flood-prone home on the river uh, down south, and he sunk his life savings into another home a few miles away, only to find out that the new home set in an undisclosed floodplain. And you know what happened. It flooded. He and his family had to escape by boat. While we think of safety, we, we tend to think of only our physical safety. Is that right? We think of our physical safety. But what about our spiritual safety? What about the protection of our soul? 
It's not the attacks on your body or even your mind that present the greatest threat to you. The greatest threat would be an attack on your soul. Because the enemy cares little about your mind and your body. Those are just tools in his toolbox of manipulation. It's the soul that Satan is after. And consequently, he pecks away and chips away at the soul in an attempt to keep it from finding its way home. But our omniscient God knew just what Satan was up to. He didn't need to put a tracking device on Satan to protect our souls. He just sent us Jesus. And I'm glad today for Jesus. He sent us Jesus. And when our souls find their way to Jesus Christ, no matter, uh, no matter of the satanic schemes, no matter of satanic schemes can thwart our relationship with our Father in heaven. We simply put our trust in God, because there is complete safety when we trust in him. So the question is, do you want to be safe? I know the world will offer you self-help books and audio books, but I simply say, trust God. Trust God. Why, 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 why trust God? First, we trust God because there is strength in trusting God. Allow me to, to flip the script a little bit and, and take a look. First, at the second verse of our text, Isaiah says, Trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah." is everlasting strength. The literal translation of the word trust is to lean upon for everything. Did you hear what I'm saying? To lean upon for everything. You know, there should be a song we used to sing, I'm learning to lean. Learning to lean on Jesus. Isaiah says you should have complete reliance on the Lord. McLaurin compares the Christian to a feeble man with a walking stick hobbling along with faltering and tottering steps. He says that since we are aware of our frailty and the roughness of the journey that lies ahead, we should put our whole weight on the strength of the Lord, I'm leaning. When I don't understand the madness of our communities, I'm learning to lean. Don't be fooled by false security. We need to lean and put our whole weight on the strength of the Lord. Because if we are fooled by false security, the word says, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. The adversary won't hesitate to use every opportunity to weaken us in his attempt to turn us away from Christ. He 
won't be happy until he has ruined every reputation, has shamed every face, has bloodied every hand, has abused everybody, and hardened every heart. Only God can empower you to resist the enemy's advances in the spiritual battle for your soul. Because mercifully, when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. And if we put our trust in the Lord who gave himself for us, we can resist the devil and he will flee. The problem with some of us is we put our trust in our own devices, our own competencies, our own perceived strength. And as a consequence, we don't resist nothing. Oh, I can't get no, it got quiet real quick. There's strength in trusting the Lord because when we are weak, that's when we are strong. Then there's peace in trusting God. First, there's strength. Second, there's peace. Trusting God. This is where Isaiah perhaps pens one of the most quoted verses of Scripture to challenge the discouraged and doubting Christian. He says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. If we trust God, Isaiah says, We will find the path to perfect peace, to avoid the chaos, to avoid misunderstandings, to avert disputes. Keep your mind stayed on him. When you are confused, don't descend into gossip and harmful battle. Bat- banter. Keep your mind stayed on him. Remember, when we trust God, we place our complete reliance on him, not on our resources, not on our bank accounts, not on our degrees on the wall, not on our influences, not on our power or our networks. We rely on him. Isaiah says our mind must be stayed on God. That word stayed in Hebrew is salmach. Salmach. It means to lean on or to take hold and stand fast. So if you want peace in the midst of your personal peril, trust God and stand fast. If you want peace in the midst of your problems, trust God and lean hard. If you want peace in the midst of your predicaments, trust God and take hold of his unchanging hand. Our lives can be blown apart by the winds of circumstance or directed by gusts of passion, or shaped by misfortunes. Life is like a ship on a choppy sea. Storms will keep coming. Some people make the mistake of turning over the helm of their life to other men and women and putting their trust in finite people who can only give hollow hope. 
Because the truth of the matter is, Ebenezer, too often what feels good isn't. What looks right isn't. What even sounds reasonable isn't. What appears safe isn't. What passes for truth isn't. What seems sincere isn't. True peace requires a savior. Isaiah says, we need someone who sure enough knows how, not only how to navigate our storms, but also how to calm our raging seas. We need the one who can say, peace, be still. The one who can steady our kill and keep us at peace, even in the midst of peril. We need the one who is the hope of the world, the head of the church, the peace of the mind, the joy of our heart, the savior of our soul. You can trust God to give you strength. You can trust God to give you peace. But there is one more benefit of trusting God. There is joy in trusting God. Joy in trusting God. Isaiah doesn't come right out and say it, but it certainly is implied. For what believer who trusts God for strength and perfect peace will not experience the joy of their salvation? The joy of their salvation. Most of y'all in this room I have been saved, are saved. Is there still joy in their salvation? Or are we just marking time? Is there joy is there, uh, is, is there joy in that salvation? Do we not live in the Spirit? And is not the fruit of the Spirit joy? There is joy in knowing there is a God in heaven, and there is joy in trusting him. The psalmist David was full of joy because he entrusted his life to the Lord. It was David who sang, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Beloved, when we trust God, he encamps his angels around us. He shall give his angels charge over thee. In these perilous times, when burdens have gotten heavier, the stock market has gotten zanier, the weather is show enough unpredictable, the news channels are chaotic, the airlines are unreliable, drugs are ever, everywhere, immorality is commonplace, and prices are ridiculous, we need the Lord. 
We need the joy, the joy, the joy that only he can provide. Yet there is joy. There is joy in trusting the Lord. His joy will make us work a little harder. His joy will make us pray a little longer. His joy will cause us to sing a little louder. His joy will give us, give a little deeper. His joy will be able to stand a little straighter and look a lot better. This joy that we have removes the sting of disappointment. This joy that we have removes the hurt of our heartaches. This joy, this joy that we have removes the frustration of our failures. This joy that we have removes the irritation of our critics. This joy that we have removes the derision of our detractor. That's because this joy that we have, the world didn't give it, and the world cannot take it away. You can't take it away. Old saints used to say to the Lord, you have all my trust. Firm as your promise stands. I know you will secure what I've committed to your hands. Don't just say it. You got to mean it. If you're seeking safety in this ever-changing world, while laws are being ignored, authority is being rejected, Justice is being trampled. Freedom is being insulted. Rights are being abused. Integrity is being denounced. There's safety. Safety in trusting the Lord. For he says, I am the Lord. Get this. I change not. I am the Lord. I change not. You know how I'm going to close this thing out. We came up under this. I will trust in the Lord. That's what I'm going to stand. I will trust in the Lord until I die. I'm going to trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord till I die. No matter what happens in this life, no matter what is pronounced over me, I will trust in the Lord. Any, any folk trusted in the Lord today? Anybody in this room? Now, with your trust in the Lord, this is what you got to do. You got to stay on the battlefield. 
You got to stay on the battlefield. I know it looks like overwhelming odds against us, but you got to stay on the battlefield. You got to keep your head on the plow. God is not through with you yet. You may feel like you are not adequate. You might feel like you don't have what it takes. You might be living with a disability, but God has made a way for you to sing his praise. I will trust in the Lord. As we open the doors of the church, let's sing that together. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord till I die, till I die, I will trust in the Lord, I will trust in the Lord till I die. Now everybody sing this. Whoa, I'm gonna treat everybody right. I'm gonna treat everybody right. I'm gonna treat them everybody right till I till I die till I die I'm gonna treat everybody I'm gonna treat everybody everybody right I'm going to treat treat everybody right till I, till I die. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay on the battle, the field. I'm going to stay on the battle. I'm gonna stay on the battlefield till I till I die till I die I'm gonna stay on the battlefield I'm gonna stand on the battle, on the battlefield. I'm gonna stay on the battlefield till I 
paradise. As we prepare to get ready for communion. says that this part of the service is not to be taken lightly. I know in pretty much every church in Chicago right now, because it is first Sunday, that communion is a traditional thing. But we don't take Christ's blood and body out of tradition so we be careful that if our hearts and our minds are not in the right place that it's okay to not take it don't let anybody tell you any different that oh it's first Sunday I gotta take communion no 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 keep in mind that let's make sure our hearts and our minds are in the right place and that we're not clouded and filled with other things that are possibly not of God. So we're going to prepare ourselves for communion. Does everyone have the elements? If not, raise your hand and our deacons will make sure everybody is good. Amen. Look at God. Hey, I could just run a lap right now just off the thought. Nah, I, wait, wait, wait. Come on.
Father God, we thank you for the time that we've had today. God, we thank you for the word that you allowed us to hear. God, we thank you for the songs that were sung. But God, most importantly, we thank you for you. God, we thank you for your blood that was shed. We thank you for your body that you sacrificed for us. God, knowing that you did all that, knowing who we would still be. You died knowing that we would still mess up. You died knowing that we would still not be all that we were supposed to be, but yet you loved us enough to sacrifice yourself on a cross. Today, God, we remind us, we remind ourselves of that great and wonderful sacrifice. We remind ourselves of that old rugged cross. We remind ourselves of Golgotha's road. We remind ourselves of the Villa Della Rosa. We remind ourselves of the blood, the blood that was shed for me, the blood that was shed on our behalf, the blood, the blood that was running through Emmanuel's veins, the blood that was spilled, the blood that when hit the ground, the dead started to raise up the blood, God, the blood, the blood, the blood. We remind ourselves. And God, if I can pray and preach and teach at the same time, the blood that we don't have to plead anymore, we don't have to plead on blood that was already shed. So today, God, we just lift you up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we all stand? Can we all stand? Can we all stand? that on the night Jesus was betrayed as they sat in the room him and the 11 disciples as they sat in the room he said take this this is my body that will be broken for you do this in remembrance of me take eat all of it and then he took the cup saying, this is my blood that will be shed for you. Drink ye all of it. Hallelujah. Hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, give God a hand clap if you're able. If you're able, give God a hand clap. If you're able. You may have your seat. We're going to continue with our service hallelujah 
Hallelujah. Just give us five more minutes. Give me strength from day to day. It will never. Oh, come on, y'all know this. Come on, come on, sing the song. Come on. It reaches, it reaches to the highest mountain. Him who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the throne with exceeding joy. 
To the only wise God be joy, majesty, dominion, and power now and forever. And the church said amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Go in peace. Hey. 